You're listening to SBS News. The superannuation industry has come under sharp scrutiny at the Financial Services Royal Commission. Questions have been raised over whether funds are acting in the best interest of Australians in managing their retirement savings. Parts of the industry have faced questions over unacceptably poor member outcomes, with fingers pointed at poor financial advice and treatment of consumers. The Productivity Commission in May said the super system had become what is called an unlucky lottery for many Australians. Australian workers. It cited such structural flaws as unintended multiple accounts and entrenched underperformers harming many members. The head of research at the superannuation research and consultancy firm Chant West, Ian Fryer, says some kind of action out of the Royal Commission is likely. I think we're going to see significant changes, uh, but, but it shouldn't be uh, a change to really throw the system out and start again. Uh, We need to remember that the Royal Commission is always going to be focusing on the problems and the Royal Commission doesn't define uh, the superannuation system. Indeed, most Australians have been have done very well out of the Australian superannuation system with strong long-term returns. I think, though, a big change that we'll probably see is the role of the trustee And indeed, this was really the main point with the Royal Commission hearing. Eva Shearlink is Chief Executive of the Australian Institute of Superannuation Trustees that represents industry super funds. Ms Shearlink says the superannuation system is working well for members, despite the Royal Commission finding some areas of misconduct. But she's hoping the Royal Commission will recommend a ban on commissions for financial advice and closer scrutiny of the way fees are charged. Beyond the Royal Commission, Ms Shearlink says the gender superannuation gap also needs to be addressed. She welcomes Labor's plan for closing the gap if it wins the next election. The moment women retire with about half the retirement savings of men, which obviously uh, is not a good enough outcome. So um, what they have uh, suggested doing um, is paying superannuation, so the 9.5% superannuation guarantee that you get on your wages, Um, that that be paid on paid parental leave as well. Um, So that's something that's new and would affect about 160-odd thousand people every year and would help to improve their savings. For those not familiar with the system, superannuation is money employers are legally required to put aside on behalf of their workers. Employees must have at least 9.5% of their earnings paid into an account they can access once they reach retirement age. There are three types of super funds in Australia, industry, retail and self-managed super funds. Around two-thirds of Australians are in industry funds run as non-profits. One-third are in retail funds run by banks or insurance companies, with the rest in either self-managed or public sector funds. Dr Rosalie de Gabriel is a lecturer in finance at the University of Technology in Sydney. She says to better understand their accounts, people should start by paying closer attention to what fees are being charged by their funds. If you're paying any more than 2%, you're paying too much. Uh, especially in an environment when the earnings on superannuation are about 4 or 5%. So if you're paying up to 4% in fees, you're losing a lot of your earnings. So you need to look for a fund that is um, the lowest fee fund, a conservative, stable fund. It is a long-term in, uh, investment. So you're looking at fees uh, at 2% or below. Anything higher than that is simply too high and hard to justify. 
Martin Fay is the CEO of ASFA, the Association of Superannuation Funds of Australia, a body which represents all types of super funds, including retail and corporate funds. He says Australia's system is well regarded around the world, offering consumers a lot of choice with diversity in the sector, allowing for innovation. Mr Fay says it's up to consumers to better educate themselves by looking more closely at their super accounts and choosing the best option for their particular needs. The reality is super is a 40-year journey for people and they need to understand where their super is in terms of what fund it's with, how much fees are they paying, have they got more than one superannuation account, does their superannuation include insurance and is that insurance appropriate for them. And over the long term it's good, it's, it, they need to be engaged to ensure that the amount they're putting aside, which at the moment is currently 9.5%, which will grow to 12%, will that meet their retirement needs and do they understand what their retirement needs are in the future? Superannuation literacy remains low, especially for younger people and migrants who may not be aware of their rights. People on temporary working visas are entitled to take their super home once they leave the country, and new migrants working as employees should also be having super paid for them. Experts urge people to first check their payslips and make sure their employers are actually paying super into a fund on their behalf. If a default account is chosen by an employer, people should check that it's a MySuper account. MySuper is a government initiative which requires employers to pay default contributions into accounts that offer reasonable fees and the ability to opt out of life insurance. People should also check how many accounts they have. They are able to easily combine them into one account to avoid paying fees on multiple accounts. As to making a choice about an account, Ian Fryer from Chant West says some have been performing better than others. The larger industry funds that have performed the best, it's really down to how they invest. So they're much more diversified with lots of investments in things like infrastructure and property, etc., as well as your standard bonds and shares and cash. And the reason why they can in, these big industry funds can invest in these big lumpy assets is because of their very strong cash flows. They have mandated contributions, which they receive because um, of their place in modern awards and also EBAs. And indeed, what's happened over the last couple of years is the strong performance has actually led to even stronger cash flows. And when it comes to securing their financial future, Dr De Gabriel says people need to take a long-term view and choose the more conservative investment option. We get major swings in the stock market and roughly speaking about 50% of the investment would be invested in the stock market. So we get a swing of maybe 20-25% once every 10 or 15 years in the stock market. So if you move into a high-risk investment, you might gain 15 or 20%, but you might also lose 10 or 15%. So if you want to take risk, we suggest you go and buy some shares independently and do exactly what you want with them. But if you want a product that's there to protect you in, um, in your over 60 years, then you have to take a more conservative view. Workers can also add extra to their super through what are called concessional super contributions. Commonly known as a salary sacrifice, an employer can agree to pay a portion of your pre-tax salary as an extra contribution to super. Concessional contributions are limited to $25,000 per year. Peggy Giacomelos, SBS News. If you enjoyed this, you can find more SBS features on our website 
or from your favourite podcaster like iTunes, Spotify, Acast, Stitcher or Wooshka.